want to share with you this morning is a very simple truth, but it's one we cannot move past to move on to where the other things that God wants to teach us, and it is this. It is only when we have a connecting relationship with God the Father that we can have the relationships we need to have within the body of Christ and with those outside the body of Christ. That, that's really it. Only when we have a connecting relationship with God the Father, that's the starting point, can we have the relationships within the body of Christ and with those outside the body of Christ. It must start there. But if it starts there, then I believe God does something as we have a connecting relationship with Him in which we, as brothers and sisters in Christ, are bound together in a network of strength and that then God uses us to draw other people into our family. You know, it's kind of interesting. I, I didn't even plan on this, but that parable that Jesus has of the great marriage feast, he sends out a servant to go and tell them to come. Go tell them to come. And uh, it's a powerful picture of once we have experienced the grace of God and, and our place at the table is reserved, that it is our responsibility to go out and gather others in that the Father invites. In fact, Jesus talked about when is the end going to come? When this gospel of the kingdom has reached into all the world. When everyone has been invited and had an opportunity to respond. Then and only then will I come and draw an end to human history. I want you to know this morning. <laughs> it is of eternal great significance that you establish a relationship with God through His Son. It is extremely essential in this life that then you have a day-by-day -day connecting relationship with Him that is more than just a Sunday thing. And it is of critical importance to those that God will call you to connect with. The starting point is our relationship with God that first is established and then must be lived out on a daily basis. For several weeks we've described in the sermon time that relationship with God and I will tell you that next week we will move on to how do we live out connecting relationships within the body of Christ. I'll just go ahead and tell you now we're going to talk about forgiveness next Sunday morning and learning to live in forgiveness because we've first been forgiven to forgive one another. Um, 
we've talked about first and foremost this relationship with God the Father and I talked about two Sundays ago that picture being uh, of a father and a son Byron talked about it last week being like a relationship between a husband and a wife and I want to draw from another picture another analogy that Jesus uses in John 15 this morning to kind of finish up this phase of this sermon series Jesus talks about that he is the vine and we are the branches and I think it was a a very familiar picture for the people his disciples specifically that he talked with no they understood this because there were many vines I'm sure and maybe some of them were involved in agriculture but obviously you have a vine that and I know brother laddie grows grapes if you need a physical we really need to take a field trip with our kids and go out to brother laddie's house and just look at the grape vines but you have a vine that goes into the ground and obviously draws nutrients from the ground nourishment and then sends that through the vine the larger part of the plant out to the little branches and then it's on the branches that the fruit the grapes hopefully if you've done everything right brother laddie and the circumstances are just right then fruit is produced there is a flow there is a process there and Jesus said no this is this is what your spiritual life is like that first you have to be connected to the father and then when he pours his life into you then you are responsible for then pouring that life to other people that fruit might be produced I'm not gonna read all of it but in John 15 uh, I want to read just four through seven Jesus has some other verses but let's just focus in on this in John 15 starting in verse 4 Jesus says abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine neither can you unless you abide in me I am the vine and you are the branches He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done. For you actually these words are in John 15 uh, it's at the time the same time frame after the the first uh, Lord's Supper it's that night maybe as they were on their way to the Garden of Gethsemane Jesus is talking to them maybe they passed a vineyard maybe they passed uh, an archway that had the symbol of the vine which was the symbol of Israel in the Old Testament a vine a fruitful vine uh, that maybe sparked it and Jesus said no no this is this is the illustration this is the picture that you need to understand Uh, and so Jesus talks about a number of things in those verses but I wanted to kind of condense it down to kind of a flow chart of three words can I put my three words up on the screen Really what Jesus said is that he is the vine and the vine takes nourishment from the ground 
and sends it out to the branches. And as the branches are open and receive uh, all that the vine has to provide, then they will naturally produce fruit. And that's a very simple uh, flow chart, but it speaks volumes about uh, a spiritual truth of how we are to live. And I believe it's very important that we understand the roles, the different roles for the parts of this. Um, significant to me to understand um, that it is the vine that is planted in the ground that provides life to the branches. In fact, Jesus alludes to this. The branch cannot live by itself. Uh, the branch has to be connected to the vine. In fact, that's what we talked about this morning. We have to be attached as a branch to the vine so that we can have life. But in the different roles of this, we understand that the vine is the source of life. The branch cannot live apart from the vine. It is the role of the vine to be the source of life. It is what draws the nutrients and, and the moisture from the ground and sends it then to the branches. That is, that is the vine's role, to be the source of life. Now I want you to understand in the spiritual realm what Jesus, part of what Jesus was teaching here, and he says, I am the vine. In fact, mm, I'm pretty sure in the Gospel of John there are seven I am statements. Mm, you might have to check me on this. This is off the top of my head. I really believe this is the last of the seven. And I ought to be able to like spit those out, but as soon enough, I'm just going to get four of them, you know, and I'm going to go. I can't remember the other. The last thing that Jesus said, I am the vine. And he spoke about an exclusiveness. Do you understand what Jesus was teaching? The only source of life is Him. And what I mean by that is not simply eternal life. And yes, when we establish a relationship with Him, our eternity is sealed. But Jesus, I believe, was also talking about that He is the source of day-in, day-out life. It's not that the vine gets nourishment, I'm sorry, the branch gets nourishment one time from the vine and goes... I'm alive. I'm all set. I'm set for the rest of my life. No. The vine, the branch had to stay connected to the vine because it was a constant source of life. Jesus is our constant source of life. Not just a one-time shot, but it's a day-by-day, moment-by-moment. We are drawing strength from Him. In fact, Jesus says this, if the branch ever stops receiving the life from the vine... The branch will die because the branch cannot exist except when it is attached to its source of life. We have to understand in the spiritual realm that that Christ is our source of life. That is his role. What is our role as the branch? Well, so Jesus says, I am the vine. And he says, you, us, we are the branches. What is our role? Our role is to receive what the vine sends to us and use that to produce fruit. 
It's kind of interesting to me that the vine does not produce fruit. Now, you can't produce fruit without the vine, but it is the branches that produce the fruit. And somehow in the scheme of things, God said, I'm going to flow my life into you. And if you will not only receive it, but you will use it for my kingdom and for my purposes, you will then produce fruit. And and Jesus said, you can't produce fruit without me. But kind of when you understand the roles, and I don't want to overstate this, but it's not possible for God to produce the fruit except through us, those who have received His life. We are the conduit through which God uses to touch our world and to touch other people. And we're going to be talking about that for the rest of the fall. How do we connect with others? But we need to establish the roles that God is our source of life and our role is to receive what He has sent our way and use it to produce fruit for His glory. And Jesus makes it very clear in these verses that apart from Him, we can do nothing. I want us to understand in light of that then what is our responsibility What are God's expectations for us if we are the branch and He is the vine and He expects us to produce fruit? He says it, in fact, it is the dominant word in these verses in John 15 and it is the word abide. Abide. It is our responsibility to make sure that we abide Um, actually and I don't maybe some of your translations will say this it is a word that means to remain in to abide to remain in and so part of what Jesus was saying is you must remain in me you cannot distance yourself from me attach distance detach yourself from me because if you do you will die you must remain you must abide in me Um, I, i think probably quite honestly the word abide is the best because it means not only to be attached to but also to be receiving uh to stay uh intricately uh tied with to stay if if you just use the word that we're talking about this fall when we talk about connect it means to stay connected maybe uh, the sense i'm trying to tell you today is the word abide means to stay connected we must stay connected to him for him to be able to produce the fruit in us that he wants to produce and it is a it is a relationship that must be an abiding connecting relationship between us and christ abide has the sense of having a constant union with Him. If we do not, we will die in the spiritual sense. If we restrict the flow of His life into our life, and and Christians can do it, and we can live life apart from Him, we can restrict, we can cut off that access of what He's trying to flow into our life, and I tell you, it is spiritual death we will shrivel up and we will die spiritually because we have not stayed connected 
to Christ. It is our responsibility to stay in constant union with Him. It is interesting to me that in verse 7, because you ask the question, what does Jesus mean by that? What does that look like on a daily basis? Practically, what does that mean? Jesus gives us a glimpse into that, answering that question in verse 7 when He says, If you abide in Me and My words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it, will be, it shall be done for you. I think Jesus reveals what He had in mind when He said abide. And there's two things there that He at least alludes to in His mind. It's kind of like He slips and goes, yeah, what I mean by abiding is you have to, you have to abide in My words and you have to stay in constant communication with Me in prayer. He mentions Scripture and prayer. And if I had to break it down just practically today, that relationship that must be an abiding relationship with Christ is a relationship that must be characterized by the Scripture and constant communication with the Father. Let's talk about Scripture for just a minute. Our relationship, as we've said on previous Sundays, and and is at least communicated in the picture we see in the branches and the vine, there must be a constant union. And so there must be a constant uh, attention that we give to the Scriptures. I'll tell you, one of the ways to spiritually die as a Christian is just to distance yourself from God's Word. And I, I got to think about this. You know, it's possible probably to cut off a branch and you look at it an hour later and you go, oh, it's still looking pretty good. And maybe after about a day you're going, well, showing a little bit of signs of a little bit of fatigue, but, you know, it's still green and doing okay. But you just give it time and it will begin to die. It may take several days or a week, but eventually it becomes brown and crusty and lacking life and moisture. That's what happens to us. I'm telling you in a practical way that there must be a constant attention feeding upon um, of God's Word in our life. There is no substitute for it. Uh, yes, there are once a week Sunday kind of things we can do. We go to life group and uh, we uh, sit around in circles and we discuss God's word and that nourishes our hearts and you come and you listen to a sermon on Sunday morning and that is God's word that you receive and um, hopefully in your life then there is a uh, a daily time and I challenge you this weeks ago at, at least read a chapter of the scripture once a week I, generally I do a devotional book because I ask you to do that. I started just reading the proverb of the day and I've been doing that. Um, it could be the book of Genesis. I think our youth are studying the book of Genesis. You could take a chapter a day and just begin to read through Genesis. It could be the book of Psalms. It could be the book of Acts, the gospel of Luke, Romans. I discouraged you from doing Revelation to start with, okay? Um, but... Uh, my point is the branch has to be in constant 
union with the vine every day, every moment. And there must be, yes, a weekly habit of God's Word, but there also must be a daily time. And then we have to come to God's Word with an open heart that says, God, what is it that you would speak to me about so that we receive it, uh, not just intellectual knowledge, but heart knowledge that begins that time in prayer to say, God, you speak to me about whatever you want to speak to me about. And you know what? Sometimes it takes months, years, decades for us to see the full effect of God's Word, but it's day by day, moment by moment, as we, we, as we meditate, think about, memorize, obey God's Word, because here's the reality. Uh, if when God speaks to us from His Word, we are not obedient to that, it's like that branch cutting off its connection, restricting the flow. And so we have to, our heart has to be open to receive that, and then we have to be obedient in that, we have to live that. And in time, as we do that day by day, what the Bible describes is there is a transformation of our mind. And some of you may say, well, I don't understand all the Bible. Well, that's true. I don't understand it all either. And so I'm, I'm decades and decades and decades and decades in, and I have a lot of schooling, but I continue to nourish my soul on God's Word. And what you do, you have to start. You say, well, I don't understand where, you know, Ezekiel comes in with uh, Isaiah and where Jesus and Paul fit in. Continue to study it and come to your life group, come to sermons, and it becomes layers of knowledge that become heart knowledge as I understand how it all fits together and how it applies to my life and what God wants to use it for in my life. You have to be intentional to nourish off of God's Word. And it's not just weekly, it has to be daily, and it has to be moment by moment as then we meditate upon what God speaks to us, either in this morning's, in our life group, uh, in your devotional time, whatever it is, we nourish and we begin to live that out, then this becomes life to us. The other thing that Jesus talked about there is that you will ask in prayer. And so he alludes to prayer there as another way of having an abiding relationship. And prayer is not just a once-a-day thing. It's not a weekly thing. I believe that what Jesus did is he lived in the presence of God, and that's what we must also do. It is an ongoing conversation in the midst of the day as we acknowledge his presence. It's not that we check in the morning, we read uh, our chapter, and we spend 10 minutes before him and talking to him about what's on our heart and listening to him, and then we go on with our day. No, we use that as a jumping-off part, as, uh, an initial step, springboard into our day as I think and I meditate and I acknowledge His presence, and it changes the way we live. I believe in a practical way that's what Jesus was talking about when He talked about an abiding relationship. And practically, it will always involve Scripture, and it will always involve prayer. It must be not just weekly, not just daily, but it must be moment by moment. You know the other thing. So... 
Our responsibility then is to abide, is to receive from Him. The other thing in, in the flow chart is that when we receive from Him, we must use that to produce fruit. Our lives must be conduit so that what He pours into our life, then we pour into others. This is what happens in vines. Now, I don't know if Laddie can bear this out. Lad, if you don't agree with this, then just sit down and be quiet. If you agree, say amen. <clears throat> you know, what I've always been told is if, if a branch is not producing fruit, what the farmer, or whatever he's called, vine dresser or whatever, what he will do is he will trim back the growth of that branch, so that it, pruning it so that it will produce more fruit. Because you know what happens? If you take the nutrients, the branch takes the nutrients from the vine and spins it on itself, it becomes a bigger and bigger branch. Oh, how wonderful. A beautiful branch that is sprouting out and has all of these green leaves. Oh, it looks so beautiful. It's a lovely branch. But the problem is, instead of using what it's getting from the vine to produce fruit, it's using what it gets from the vine on itself. And when the farmer looks at it, he goes, mm-mm, not having it. It's not the way it's supposed to be. I'm going to prune back some of the growth because the longer that goes on for years and years, the more the nutrients must be fo focused on sustaining the branch. The larger it becomes. But if you will prune it back, then it will use its nutrients to produce fruit, which is the role of the branch. So we must receive the flow of life that God sends our way, and we must use it then to produce fruit. Otherwise, if we use it on ourselves, God will prune our lives I am trying to paint the picture today. The life that God pours into us, we must let it flow to others. Other otherwise, that relationship suffers. You understand? The flow chart is the vine sends it to the branch. The branch sends it to the fruit. And in God's scheme of things, as I abide in a connecting relationship with Christ and He pours His life into me and day by day and moment by moment, I, I'm, I'm nourishing on God's Word and I'm living in His presence, a constant communication with Him, not just day by day, but moment by moment. Then He pours His life into me and I open up my life as I've opened up my life to receive from Christ. I open up my life to let it flow to others. And as then my life flows into others, then He connects us in a network of strength. First, I believe, within the body of Christ. And then the body of Christ begins to reach out to say there needs to be other people in the network. There need to be other people at the table. Now, so... What I'm telling you 
is God wants us to have connecting relationships within the body of Christ and outside the body of Christ. Here it is. This is it. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray. <laughs> Serious. No, I'm, I'm threatening you. I'm going to pray. I'm going to be finished. This is it. The quality of our relationships with other people is determined by the quality of our relationship with God. Would you stand with me this morning? Father, today I pray in this congregation that, Fathers, your spirit has spoken our heart language today. That, Father, I would pray for those today that you would draw unto yourself to say today is the day that they will establish a relationship with you. I pray that you'd give them courage to take a stand today. Uh, Father, I pray for us, many of us who were connected to the vine many years ago, that, Father, we would give great attention day by day to that relationship. And, Father, our, our lives would be open not only to you but to other people for you to flow through us for you to be connected to other people and so I pray that you'd challenge us you'd help us to make uh, very practical concrete decisions today to say no I will maintain that relationship and God if you'll use me then to connect with others and so we pray for this time pray that you would use it for your glory and we pray it all in Jesus name as brother Shane leads us if you know that you need to connect with Christ Come talk to me this morning and say, I I need to know that I have a relationship that's established with him. I'm ready today to say yes. For you as Christians, maybe it's a time to come to the altar and just say, God, maybe I've, I've taken that relationship for granted and I've restricted the flow. God, I need to be in your word and to be constantly in communication with you day by day. Whatever your decision, this is your time.
your brain. 